Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by one of the stars of the CMT newest original series, Racing Wives, Amber Balkin. Let's go Beyond the Mic. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Absolutely great. Both your sides of the family had racing in their blood with your dad, grandfather, uncles, and cousins. I mean, there's got to be a lot of pressure put on you with all that racing history. You know, there really wasn't, actually. When I was younger, I had to beg my dad to let me race. Racing takes a lot of money and a lot of commitment. So when I was young, my dad wanted to make sure that this is what I wanted to do for sure. So he said, if you want to do it, you have to not only work on the cars yourself, but you also have to pay for it as well. So um, I feel like I've kind of always been behind the eight ball in that respect as racing is a very expensive sport. So to raise the funds to do so all on my own has been tough, but it's also been very rewarding because I've learned a lot, um, not only morals and values, but a lot of skill set that I might have not had otherwise. What did you learn from your mom and dad in those early days of racing? I learned a lot about actually how to drive and, and be a good race car driver from my from my dad, that's for sure, and work ethic. Uh, he instilled that into me what, at a very young age. My mom's always been my biggest supporter, number one fan, biggest cheerleader, so she's just a great support system. Um, my dad's been the one that's you know, a little, little rougher on me, but uh, it's it's made me, helped made me into the woman that I am today. Well, you came to North Carolina to make history in a car that broke down. That has to be a funny story, at least. <laughs> yeah, um, everyone thinks that I'm going to have this really cool passenger vehicle, but really I had an old, broken-down 2004 Mazda Tribute, and when I was moving to North Carolina, the engine actually blew up. We got it fixed, and then recently, probably about six to eight months ago, it it broke down again, and I'm vehicleless. Funny enough, I'm a race car driver that doesn't have a vehicle right now. But hopefully, we can get that big sponsor soon, and maybe a season two on Racing Wives, and I can uh, buy myself a vehicle. <laughs> Let's talk about Racing Wives and your thoughts about watching what ended up on screen and what ended up on the editing floor. Yeah, the one thing about TV shows is you don't really have full control of what's out there. Whereas social media, I have a hundred percent control of what I put out there. So. It's definitely been different, um, you know, now having a whole new set of eyes on me to kind of judge every move that I do. And that can be a little scary, but it's also made me have thicker skin. Um, and I think in the next episode, people are going to start really seeing who I am and where I come from. And that's the part I'm most excited for, because I want people to be inspired by my journey and know that you can come from nothing and work really, really hard and, and get to where you want to go if you're willing to put in the work. and have that dedication and, and persistent attitude. Everybody has a funny story from the road. What's yours? Oh, funny story from being on the road. Well, blowing up my engine was a pretty good one. Um, I think one of my funniest stories that come to mind in my racing career is probably uh, back when I raced sprint cars on the dirt track. You know, I've said before, my dad t- told me that I had to work on my own cars. So we were in the shop one day. He was working on his car. I was working on my car. And I had to put a new wing together. For those of you who aren't aware of sprint cars, they're the ones with funny wings on top. And um, I used the wrong the wrong bolt sizes, and uh, the wing actually collapsed in the middle of my race. Oh no! <laughs> because I didn't put it I didn't put it on right. But thankfully, I still won the race. So it was a funny story to laugh at because I, I looked really goofy, but at least I was able to get the job done. And my dad said, I think that's the last time you put your wing together. I think you should let me do it next time. <laughs> What's the one thing that people don't know about you? I love cooking and I love football. Those are two things that people probably don't necessarily know about me. I love cooking, love football. 
Um, my boyfriend actually plays in the Canadian Football League. So um, besides getting to be in a race car and racing myself, my second favorite thing to do is, is watching him race. I think football is such an exciting sport. I know you're a Rough Rider fan for the CFL. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite NFL team? The NFL, it was the Minnesota Vikings forever. Just being from Canada, that was kind of the closest team to us. But uh, when I moved to North Carolina, the, the Panthers were doing really well. And now that I've lived here for a few years, um, I feel that it's only only right to be a fan of the home team kind of thing. So uh, I would say I go for the Panthers now. If you could win any race, which would it be? Daytona 500. Really? Yep. I think Daytona is so cool. It's the one NASCAR track that I've been going to since I was young, and it just has so much history there, and uh, just so it's just legendary. And it's the only big track that I've actually been able to do laps around so far. So I think it would be awesome to win there. Had to been a special feeling going on those first laps around Daytona. What what were you feeling? Definitely had never went that fast before, that's for sure. And I just couldn't believe that I was on Daytona. You know, we see the Daytona 500 on TV every year. It's the Super Bowl of NASCAR. It's such a big race. And even to be at Daytona is such a neat experience, but to actually be on the track is it's awesome. We're joined on the star line by one of the members of the newest CMT Original Series Racing Wives, Amber Balkin. How do you take this opportunity, the visibility of Racing Wives, to use it not only to propel yourself with new sponsors, etc., but be a role model for the next generation of female drivers. Yeah, I feel very, very grateful to have this opportunity to be a part of the show, even though I'm not a wife, I'm a driver. And because of that, I am able to share my journey with others. And because I have had to kind of start from the bottom on my own and work really hard to fight my way through the ranks, of racing, I want to be able to show other people that it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. If you have a dream and you have goals that you want to achieve, you know, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. You, if you're willing to put in the work and the dedication and um, be persistent with it, then you can achieve anything. And I also hope that it can help with my sponsors because racing is a very expensive sport. And without the financial backing, I can't move up to the next level. Unfortunately, it's not only about your talent anymore but how much money you can bring to the table as well so i hope that my story can not only inspire others but have companies want to partner with me and want to be a part of my journey and and be part of that underdog story and uh, help me move up the ranks in nascar your instagram game is on point so why don't you give everyone your instagram handle thank you my instagram and twitter is at amber balkan 10 my last name is spelled b-a-l-c-a-e-n and then 10 at the end. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rockin' 8. First thing that comes to your mind, no pressure. Okay. Favorite place to race? Ooh, uh, River City Speedway in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Favorite NASCAR driver growing up? Jeff Gordon. Favorite country singer? Mm, Jason Aldean. Hobby that when you aren't on the track? <sighs> mm, probably cliff jumping. Cliff jumping? Yeah. <laughs> I love adrenaline. What's the tallest cliff you jumped off of? Um, I think it was 40 feet. Biggest fish you ever caught? Mm, I went deep sea fishing once. I think it was, it wasn't that big. I don't think it maybe like 30 or 40 inches. Favorite car? Probably a Lamborghini. Now, in your life, you've won trophy after trophy. trophy. You've probably got a trophy case filled with trophy cases. There's always one favorite trophy. What's that favorite trophy of yours? 
It's actually from when I raced go-karts, and uh, it was this big race in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and they asked, my dad was racing the same night as well, and they asked him present to present the trophy to whoever won, and me and the leader had a really good battle, and he, during the race, he was cheering for me so loud that he would, he accidentally knocked the trophy against the cement wall and broke the trophy. So when he presented me the trophy, it was a broken trophy. And he said, I hope my daughter wins this because if she doesn't, I really don't want to have to present this broken trophy to another kid. That one's pretty good. <laughs> what message do you have for the people who say you can't do this? Uh, I, I think if you believe in yourself and if you're willing to put in the work and dedication, then you can achieve anything. You can't let the opinions of others dictate the decisions you make in your life. You need to do what I'm going to make you the most fulfilled and and happy. So um, whether you support me or don't support me, believe me or not, I'm I'm still still going to pursue my dreams and and achieve what I set out to achieve. She's an adrenaline junkie who's not allowed to put the wing on her sprint car anymore. Love Jeff Gordon growing up and wants to win the Daytona 500 one day. Amber Balkin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.